With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Wednesday, September 16, 2020, and welcome to episode 887, 13 episodes away from the Big 900 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject, subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. <clears throat> of course, we, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be once again going to 411mania.com for your wrestling news and views report here of the evening. Uh, of course, uh, both members of our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo will not be on here with us here tonight. So I'll be taking care of bringing you some of that, the, the rest of the news stories of the day, of the day courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. 
But, of course, I will go ahead and let you know here that also coming up after that, we'll have our wrestling history and report, history and birthday report right here. Also, our pop culture history and birthday report here as well. Courtesy of the man on the talk show chat box tonight, human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is a 2016 and 2020 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Also join us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is, of course, a multiple uh, title holder in the WCWS Trivia Championship Series, including just recently the new OVWS Light Heavyweight Champion, he is, of course, the man with the golden voice, as we said. Of course, I'm talking about the soul man himself, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Before we get underway with tonight's uh, program, let's welcome John and Justin to what should be a classic evening of big time, nothing but big time wrestling talk on WWS Revolution episode 887. Gentlemen, we welcome you, of course, here this evening. If you care to join us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, myself, John, and Justin here for some big time wrestling talk and some other great stuff here that we have planned here for you tonight, please feel free to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 0444. Caller ID 138055, pound the magic six numbers, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. <clears throat> which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we will, of course, give you, of course, our uh, report here on the, of course, the results of, of both uh, AEW Dynamite as well as, as, well as NXT uh, this evening as uh, they both returned here to Wednesday nights, of course. I mean, I'm sure they'll be switching that back around here at some point, I think. But for right now, they can. The, both shows, of course, came on up here tonight. Uh, so we'll get you the we'll get you the full results on that here coming up here momentarily. Plus, also we'll have some, of course, uh, some other fun wrestling extras coming your way here tonight here as well. Hopefully, we'll also hear from some other folks here, of course, to get their take on AEW and NXT as well as, of course, some of the other stories making the rounds, of course, here, uh, of course, here uh, this evening, of course, on Revolution. Let's go ahead and get underway here, ladies and gentlemen. 9:23 p.m. On Wednesday, September 16, 2020, as we now turn to 411mania.com for our wrestling news and views updates here. Of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the the WCWS radio network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, which which will, of course, include, in addition to Revolution, of course, you also have Wolfpack. Uh, Raw Radio, of course, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, and WCWS This Morning, among others. Of course, talk, speaking of, of course about NXT here, we have several NXT-related stories here tonight. Let's go ahead and, of course, an apparent announcement that was just made, of course, on NXT tonight. Uh, story here courtesy of Jeremy Thomas. As apparently for, set for next week's NXT, there is a number one contender battle royal. <coughs> To, I believe to determine the number one contender to the NXT Women's Championship. Let's go ahead and see what we have right here. A new number one contender to, to, WWE, to NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai will be crowned during next week's NXT episode on the USA Network. 
NXT General Manager William Regal has announced that a battle royal will air next Wednesday night with the winner become the new number one contender to Shirai. Participants announced for the battle royal include Blackheart, Casey Catanzaro, Indy Hartwell, Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, <clears throat> uh, let's see, Candice LeRae, Kelvin Gonzalez, Caden Carter, and Zaya Lee. Tonight's NXT episode opened up with Shirai defeating Shotzi Blackheart in a non-title match. Blackheart put, a, put up a strong effort against Shirai, but came up short. This was not confirmed, but it's likely the Battle Royal winner will challenge Shirai for a title of the upcoming TakeOver special on Sunday, October. Of course, we'll, of course, there'll be more updates about this coming up here. Uh, coming up here, of course, hopefully here very, very soon. But, of course, it on our Twitter account. And that next Wednesday at 8, 7 Central on at USA underscore network. There will be a number one contender, hashtag Battle Royal. Determine who will challenge at Shirai underscore EO for the hashtag WWE NXT hashtag women's title. So we can't wait, of course, to see how that match will, of course, pan out here. But it will be, it will be a very, it will be a very interesting matchup here, of course, indeed. Uh, switching gears for just one second here, we have, of course, a story involving um, uh, Mexican promotion CMLL. I'm sure we must talk about CMLL numerous times here. Let's see if we can, let, let's see if we can get that story up here for you. Uh, we're, it's just, like I said, uh, we're, it's, it's, it's just acting a little bit slow here on us here, folks. So bear with us here while we are, while we work on trying to get that, uh, but apparently, like I said, they're having a anniversary show popping up. I can't tell you. Okay. I think we've, I think we got it resolved. Okay. Here we go. We got it. We got it. We got it, uh, taken care of. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as the CMLL anniversary lineup is announced. Princessa Shugit, I hope I pronounced that name correctly, is going out of this of this situation due to a testing positive for the infamous virus. Of course, the pandemic. We'll say the lineup is set for CMLL's anniversary event. Of course, later this month, though the pandemic will present prevent Princess Shugit from being involved. CML, CMLL announced the results of fan voting for the card, which decided challenges for each title match. You can see the full car, card below, which included Bandito challenging Volador, Doctor for the NWA Welterweight Championship, of course, and more. One of those who will not be involved despite fans voting her in is Princessa Shugit. CMLL announced that, that, that the Princessa, who was set to face Marcella for the CMLL Women's World title, withdrew after a positive test for the virus. Replacement plans have yet to be have yet to be revealed. Uh, that Delas was the second place winner of that match's voting. CMLL 87th anniversary and 87th anniversary, I guess is what that's talking about, will take place on September 25th. The card is below along with the percentage of the fan voting that the challenger received. Uh, here, of course, like I said, uh, here, of course, are the official uh, the official matches with the results of the voting. The CMLL uh, World uh, Micro Australis title match 
Shamil will take on Microman, who was voting with 45.02% of the vote. CMLL World Trios title match. Ultimo Guerrero, Euphoria, and Grand Guerrero will take on El Terrible. Terrible or Terrible, as best I spelled. Templario and Hechicero, who was voting with 64.61% of the vote. Uh, Mexico National Women's title match. La Metacala will take on Levia with 36.18% of the vote. The Mexico National Trios title matchup, Sanson, Guatero, and Forstario will take on Virus, Razel, and Cancerbero, who received 39.29% of the vote. The NWA welterweight title match will take Volador Jr., versus Bandito, who received 66.78% of the vote. And the CMLL World Tag Team Title Match, Caristico and Mystico, will take on Ray Cometa and Espiritu Negro, who actually, they received 52.41% of the vote right here. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, they did have met, put out several tweets that was put out today, but unfortunately, I cannot repeat them because they are I'm not. My Spanish is not very, very strong. So my humblest apologies for not for not, uh, of course, do that. But apparently, one of their female competitors is going to be out due to, of course, being pet tested positive for the infamous virus. Of course, of course, the pandemic is basically is what we're trying to say is so. That's been called the cause of the whole pandemic, basically, is what I'm trying to say right there. Of course, give us just one second here, folks. We got, we of course, have another story. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story here. Uh, Way Barrett on signing with WWE or how long his deal is for, and also rumors about retribution. Uh, okay, let's see what we have right here. Barrett is back with WWE full-time and addressed his signing with the company in an interview with Sports Illustrated. Here are some highlights from that interview. On his new WWE deal, having an option to extend, Wade Barrett said, I hope this lasts for a long time. That's our intent. There is no bad news to share, but never forget, there's always a little bad news up my sleeve. On the NXT commentary team's goal, Wade Barrett says, our aim is to be different, a little more unique than the other WWE programming. We don't want to be a carbon copy of what you hear on Raw or SmackDown. I've been Beth for you, incredibly talented. I'm just getting to know Vic. I'm excited to learn from and work with both of them. I'm really excited to develop this into a really tight unit. On NXT's growth over the years, Wade Barrett says, this isn't a developmental brand. I followed the careers of the Undisputed Era. Maso Chiapa, Johnny Gargano, and Rhea Ripley for a long time. There are so there are so many up and comers. NXT is a destination where you can see people turn to stars. Bronson Reed is a powerhouse and reminds me of a young Mark Henry coming from England. I might be a bit biased, but I can't wait to see Ridge Holland's rise into a megastar. He has all the potential in the world. I'm also especially excited to call Shotzi Blackheart on a weekly basis. She's going to be a massive star. Opening matchup tonight between Shanti and Io Shirai will be fantastic to so make sure to get there nice and early watch. On his WWE exit, Wade Barrett says, When I 
2016, I was emotionally burned out and beat up. I knew I needed to do some projects away from pro wrestling, but this has always been my passion. And even when I needed some time away, I still found myself looking at results online and checking out the show on TV. Pro wrestling has always been a true love of mine, especially commentary. Physically, I feel 100%. My body feels incredibly good. I'm not doing commentary because I had a career-ending injury. I want to focus on commentary because I'm passionate about it. That's not to say I won't pull the boots back on at some point. The commentary is my focus. I'm extremely excited about it. On his work with the NWA, Wade Barrett says, Working with the NWA was a fantastic experience for me, and I plan to, and I plan to sign a long-term deal with them. Plans changed, of course, with the pandemic. But I have nothing but great things to say about Billy Corgan, and a lot of people don't realize that I also have quite a bit of commentary experience, including, of course, including, of course, in the UK. Over a decade ago, I was a commentator for about six months with Dusty Rhodes and Byron Saxon in FCW. I enjoyed it so much. Even and even and even when I was wrestling and in main events, I knew I'd always want to return to it. So getting a call from Triple H about a spot on NXT's commentary team that was very exciting. This is the ideal role, of course, uh, the ideal role for me. On rumors, he's the leader of Retribution. Wade Barrett says I focus on commentary and NXT, but you know what? I'm not going to kill that Retribution rumor. My Twitter hasn't stopped blowing up since they first appeared. People seem to be happy accusing me of being under that mask, so I'll let them, of course, carry on. So we'll just have to, have to wait and see how this all turns out here. For it looks like Wade Barrett's going to be around for quite a long time here, folks. Of course, under uh, but once again back under the WWE flag. Only this time, of course, he is uh, NXT. So. Speaking of NXT, of course, also, of course, we, we, we stay on that subject here as we, of course, get another, as, of course, we get, of course, our next story up here. Okay, um, like I said, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, where we're just still, like I said, having a little bit of a sorry about that. Okay, we're it just gets just skips on us a little bit here, but we're back on here now. Jeremy Thomas has this story here. It's currently William Regal saying that tonight's NXT was about, of course, new opportunities. Let's go ahead and give you this right here. William Regal is hyping up tonight's NXT in the Brandon Journal in a new post on social media. The NXT General Manager posted to his Twitter account noting the following. A new episode, a new champion, and an upcoming hashtag NXT takeover. I cannot overstay how grateful I am to work alongside the men and women of hashtag WVNXT. And tonight is about new opportunities. Of course, tonight's show, of course, was the following lineup right here. The North American Championship was on the line. Of course, Damian Priest taking on Timothy Thatcher. The tag team titles, Brizongo, of course, was defending them against the Imperium in a return match. Io Shirai, as we said, took on Shotzi Blackheart. Io Shirai, of course, did win that match. The Undisputed Era took on the team of Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Also, plus William Regal having two major announcements. And also, of course, 
Finn Balor, of course, announcing his he's beginning his reign, of course, as the brand new NXT champion. After, of course, that big time match that he had with Adam Cole, of course, last week. And of course, I have something concerning that uh, concerning that, by the way, that I did not have an opportunity. I don't know if I had an opportunity to mention this or not, but I will bring it up here, of course, here in a little while concerning one of our concerning, of course, that 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 particular concerning that particular match right there, and something that, of course, that took place here. Let's see. Uh, and one more quick, and two more quick stories we'll bring here, of course. Uh, one, of course, involving, of course, uh, the bro man himself, Matt Riddle, apparently. Uh, apparently, uh, from what we're seeing right here, he requests a voluntary dismissal of a restraining order against a against someone accusing him of sexual assault. And we're working on trying to get the story up here, so we'll get that up here for you here. And here we go. Okay, Jeremy Thomas has a story. As you said, Matt Riddle is requesting voluntary dismissal of a restraining order against an assault accuser. Let's see what this is all about. Matt Riddle's attempt to get a restraining order against the woman who accused him of sexual assault has ended with a voluntary dismissal request on Riddle's behalf. As previously reported, Riddle was accused in June by Candy Cartwright of sexually assaulting her in 2018 when the two were engaged in a consensual affair. Riddle has denied the allegations and his lawyer initially said that we have been aware for the last two years of this performer stalking the Riddle family. After Cartwright posted a picture of herself and Riddle together that was allegedly from 2019, Riddle acknowledged in a new statement that he had been engaged in an affair with Cartwright but broke it off and, been, and she began stalking him afterwards. According to Babyface versus Heels' David Vixen's fan, the website for Orange County Court in Florida began returning search results for Riddle's attempt to get a restraining order against Cartwright through his lawyer, Daniel J. Uh, uh, Rose. Uh, yes, Justin, that was correct. However, the request was re was requested to be dismissed by Rose and Riddle 36 hours before a hearing was set to take place. Bigson Span noted that Riddle alleged in his initial petition that Cartwright had committed stalking, <clears throat> previously threatened, harassed, stalked, cyber-stalked, or physically abused the petitioner, threatened to harm petitioner or family members of individuals closely associated with petitioner, used or threatened to use against petitioner any weapons such as guns or knives, and destroyed personal property including but not limited to telephones or other communications equipment, clothing, or other items belonging to Petitioner. He claimed to have met her in 2016 and their affair began on November 6, 2017. He states that he tried to end the affair in June of 2018, but it continued going, with Riddle alleging, alleging he finally tries to break it off for good in July 2019. Riddle then claims that Cartwright has systematically stalked, cyber-stalked, and harassed myself and my wife since July 9th of that year. He states that he blocked her on social media and changed his phone number. After which, she texted him from a burner phone saying that if I did not leave my wife for her, I would be sorry and she would ruin my career. Riddle then alleges that he and his lawyer considered filing a restraining order 
then, but instead contacted WWE and told them of the situation. Petition then alleges that, uh, that on an unnamed day in February of this year, Cartwright showed up at Full Sail University where he was working and made a scene and had to be escorted out of the building. There was no mention of which day this is, and Vixen's fan noted that there were four days of NXT shooting at Full Sail that month, one of which Riddle didn't appear at Full, at full Sail, uh, didn't appear at. Full Sail has yet to return requests to confirm whether such an incident went down. There are no other incidents listed before Cartwright's public accusation of sexual assault in June, which Riddle claims is, a, is part of Cartwright's pattern of harassment. Riddle claims that in Cartwright's allegations, she posted my home address and my wife's phone number on Twitter and that his wife received numerous calls and death threats, which are recorded and can be brought to trial. The tweet in question is attached as an exhibit with a piece of paper covering the space that would list the phone number with Lisa Riddle's cell phone number written by hand. The still-posted tweet has a number uh, redacted, as of course, as, as, as it's on here, of course, here. Uh, Riddle's home address was posted by a fan who appears to be unconnected to Cartwright in response to the tweet. Of course, <clears throat> of course, the tweet, of course, was like on June 19th. Uh, Candy Cartwright said the point of hashtag speaking out is that people can be victims of sexual violence in relationships with people they trusted. <clears throat> and of course, Candy Cartwright also posted this as well, reposting these. Number one, this is a message. One of them is a message from Matt to me telling me he can't wait to see me from just about a year ago. If I've been harassing him for years, I'm not really sure how that's possible. Number two, the other one is, is a screenshot from Lisa Riddle to me proving that she knew of the affair. And this was, this was like I said, back on 12, 12 p.m. on back on June the 19th. Uh, Carwright's lawyer pointed out the false claim that her client doxed the Riddles, to which Riddles' lawyer claimed that Carwright initially posted the phone number unredacted and deleted the tweet, then posted, posted the, re re the reacted one. The response claims... <clears throat> Of course, like I said, I won't go into much more detail than that, but the report notes that the fan's tweet with the Riddle's address is attached to the screenshot of the tweet that Riddle and his lawyer said say was the unreacted one, but that at the address showing tweet is still online and attached to the, to the redacted tweet. In addition, while the response claims that the unreacted tweet was copied and shared by many social media websites, there was no evidence online that the unreacted tweet exists. Riddle's lawyer also makes mention of the stalker who broke into Sonya Deville's home in, in response as a reason for Riddle to need to need the restraining order, noting that it shows the extent people will go to harm others. The final documentation in the search records is the notice of voluntary dismissal, which was filed on September the 4th. Of course, the full set of filings in the case, there's a link to that if you want to go back and look at, and, and look at that. And one more quick story here before we turn it over, of course, to, of course, like our history and birthdays reports right here, folks. Um, very interesting story here. I was just looking at I was just looking at this here, of course, before coming in online. Uh, of course, talking about famed Japanese superstar Hiroshi Tanahashi. Very, very unique. Uh, uh, Jeremy Thomas posted a story about Hiroshi Tanahashi recalls beating Scott Hall in 2001 and plus being influenced 
was by by the late 80s and early 1990s WWF era. So let's go ahead and bring in this right here. In the latest of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Aces High interviews with Hiroshi Tanahashi, the NJPW star looked back on 2001 when he beat Scott Hall and discussed being influenced by the WWF. You can check out highlights from the piece right here if you want. And of course, you can go back and read this if you wish. On if there was pressure going to All Japan Pro Wrestling for the first time in 2001, Tanahashi says, No, not really. I was really confident in myself. I wanted to show the AJPW fans the kind of young talent that New Japan Pro Wrestling could produce. I thought I might be able to steal some fans away from them. On beating Scott, on beating Scott Hall in September of that year, uh, Tanahashi says, he was a big deal in America. I was always a fan of his. I remember watching the matches with Shawn Michaels in the WWF over and over. A classical type had the flashiness and character where it counted, and a classical style when it came to getting it done in the ring. On being a WWF fan in the late 80s and early 90s, Tanahashi says, oh, man, I love the model, of course, uh, we're talking about Rhett Martel, that narcissistic character. In the end, late 80s, early 90s, American stuff really influenced me. I took my arm drags from Ricky Steamboat and my forearm from Tito Santana. On being in his first main event in New Japan Pro Wrestling in a tag team match, Tanahashi says, well, it didn't mean I was a main eventer so much so much as it just chose one young guy to fill out the tag match. So I didn't think about it too much. Really, at that point, I was taking each opportunity as it came and just doing what I could. I think about like a very freeing time of my career, feeling like I was climbing the ladder. I was a really pretentious idiot, wasn't I? And then, of course, he laughs about that. On getting his first singles main event in December 2011 against Manubu Nakanishi, Takahashi says, I don't remember much of, much of the match itself, but I was really motivated to move up and do whatever it took to make it to the main event. I thought about who would be the best opponent to get me in that main event spot, and then it started appealing really hard to be put opposite Nakanishi. The match itself, though, it was a stinker. So apparently he was not really that proud, of course, of that uh, of that match right there. So there you have it with some, of course, uh, wrestling. Uh, there you go with some, like I said, some uh, wrestling news and views here, of course, here tonight. Of course, filling in for, of course, the uh, King W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Gerolamo. Of course, King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. And bringing all the news that has fit to print here in the WS Radio Network. And if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor have we ever tried to do so for the past five years. Let's go ahead and go, ladies and gentlemen, to John's history and birthdays here report here, of course, on both the wrestling and pop culture level for today, September the 16th. Some of the pop culture story, some of the pop culture history and birthdays may probably have also come from my report that I had earlier this evening on WWS outside of the ropes, but that's quite all right. Because John may have probably found a few more pieces that we did not mention then. So my thanks to John for doing that for us. On this date in 1995, ECW presented Gangsta's Paradise from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Also on this date in 1996, on Monday Nitro from Asheville, North Carolina, Sting turns his back on WCW literally as he cuts a promo. This would be the last time he would ever appear in front of an American audience with the bright color face paint and tights. A month later, Sting would wear black and white 
And of course, it is a look he would adopt for the remainder of his career. Also, Sean Waltman, of course, we know him as the one, two, three kid. Of course, X Pac, six, whatever you want to call him, makes his WCW debut on that on that night. Also, on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2002 on Raw, Rico defeated Ric Flair in a big upset. And also on the same show, Chris Jericho defeated RVD to win the Intercontinental title. He joined Jeff Jarrett as the only five-time Intercontinental champion in the history of the WWE. Jericho would tie Jarrett a little over a year later when he defeated Van Damme for the title again. He would break the record in September of 2004 when he defeated Christian and Unforgiven in a ladder match. Also on the state, ladies and gentlemen, 2003, during a SmackDown taping in Raleigh, North Carolina, of course, the state capital of North Carolina, Los Guerreros defeated the world's greatest tag team to capture the SmackDown tag team titles. Also on the show's main event, Brock Lesnar defeated Kurt Angle in a 5-4 Iron Man match to win the WWE title. This is the first time the WWE title changed hands on free TV since October of 2001. And the first time the WWE title on SmackDown changed hands since September of 1999. <clears throat> also, the first time the Iron Man match was held on TV, it would be used again in July of 2004 when Triple H faces Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight title on Raw. And also the last time the WWE title changed hands on SmackDown, SmackDown until, of course, uh, four, uh, 14 years later. Which I do believe that was that would be uh, 2017, I believe, when AJ Styles defeated Jinder Mahal to win the WWE title. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2010, WWE announced via press release that Linda McMahon had re resigned from her post as chief executive officer, effective immediately, to run for the United States Senate. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2011, The Rock announced via his Facebook page that he would return to the ring at the 2011 Survivor Series, the team with John Cena. It would be his first match since March 14, 2004. Also on that same day, Cesaro signs a WWE developmental deal. Cesaro has had, has had moderate success becoming a Raw SmackDown Tag Team Champion, also the United States Champion as well. Cesaro won his first WWE title at SummerSlam 2012 when he defeated Santino Morella to win the United States title. Cesaro has had partners to win the tag titles with, of course, you know, Tyson Kidd and even Sheamus. And, of course, even more recently, and, of course, right now, Shinsuke Nakamura. His most notable victory came at WrestleMania 30 when he defeated the Big Show in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Also on his day in 2012, WWE presented nine of champions from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. 14,886 watched. In the building with 189,000 homes tuned in on pay-per-view. That was up 20,000 from the 2011 edition. In a pre-show match, Zack Ryder won a battle royal to face Cesaro for the United States title. The Miz defeated Cody Rhodes, Sin Cara, and Rey Mysterio in a fatal four-way match to retain the Intercontinental title. Kane and Daniel Bryan defeated the team of R-Truth and Kofi Kingston to win the WWE Tag Team titles. This is Kane's 12th Tag Team title reign with a different partner. He's won two with Mankind in 1998, two with X-Pac in 1999, won three with The Undertaker in 01, won a tag title with The Hurricane in 02, won a tag title with RVD in 2003, 
and won two at the Big Show in 2005 and also 2011. As for Daniel Bryan, this is his first tag team title reign. Cesaro did defeat Zack Ryder to hold on to the United States title. Randy Orton defeated Dolph Ziggler. Eve Torres defeated Layla to win the Divas title. Sheamus defeated Alberto Del Rio to retain the World Heavyweight title. And CM Punk and John Cena fought to a draw in a WWE title match. Also, on a state in 2013 on Raw, the authority strikes again as Triple H strips Daniel Bryan of the WWE title after conspiring with Scott Armstrong to take the title from Randy Orton at Night of Champions and also fires Scott Armstrong, but Armstrong is forced to join the authority from 2013 to about 2016. Also speaking of force, the Big Show is forced to knock out Dusty Rhodes after Dusty insulted Stephanie McMahon. On the stage in 2018, WWE presented Hell in a Cell from San Antonio, Texas, with 15,216 people in attendance. In a pre-show dark match, the New Day defeated Rusev Day to retain the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Randy Orton defeated Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. This is Orton's first Hell in a Cell match since 2014, and Jeff Hardy's first ever Hell in a Cell match. JD's girl Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair to win the SmackDown Women's title. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeated the team of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins to retain the WWE Tag Team titles. This is Dean Ambrose's first pay-per-view match since the 2017 Survivor Series. AJ Styles defeated Samoa Joe to retain the WWE title. The Miz and Maurice defeated the team of Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Ronda Rousey defeated Alexa Bliss to retain the Raw Women's title. And in the, and in the main event, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman fall to a no contest in a Hell to Cell match with Mick Foley as the guest referee. Toward the end of the match, Strowman's, Strowman's goons, Ziggler and McIntyre, followed by Ambrose and Rollins, fall on top of the cell with Rollins and Ziggler, Ziggler both crashing <coughs> off the cell. Then Brock Lesnar showed up to attack Reigns and Strowman. This was also Strowman's Money in the Bank cash-in match, and he fails to win it as he is the fourth person to not successfully cash it in. Also on this date in 2019 on Raw, Kane defeats R Truth to win the 24-7 title. Of course, he he is, of course, of course, he's already known as Mayor, of course, Glenn Jacobs. Does it does this at a football stadium, but loses the title back to R Truth. But Demon Kane makes a return after saving Seth Rollins from an attack by the OC, Ziggler, and Rude, only for Kane to be attacked by the Fiend. Also, of course, this gentleman's birthday was yesterday, of course, according to John. But we do wish him a very late birthday. Uh, happy 73rd birthday to former two-time SmackDown general manager, one-time ECW general manager, and a former referee, as well as, of course, a 2017 WWE Hall of Fame member, Theodore R. Long, or, of course, holla, holla, holler himself, Teddy Long, right there, yes. <clears throat> also, of course, a couple, a couple more wrestling birthdays. Happy 26th birthday to Kira Hogan, and happy 29th birthday to Raul Mendoza. Okay, uh, now we go to our pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. On this day in 1920, the Wall Street bombing occurs at 1201 
when a horse-drawn wagon explodes on Wall Street, New York, killing 38 people and injuring 143. On a state in 1937, the Redskins NFL franchise played their first game in Washington at Griffith Stadium as they defeated the New York Giants in a season opener by a score of 13-3. Say 1939, the New York Yankees clinched their 11th <clears throat> and 4th successful pennant. On say 1964, the show Shindig premieres on ABC. Uh, <clears throat> on, state in 19, on the day 1973, before he was acquitted of the 1994 murder charge of his then wife, I think her, his name, her name was just Nicole. I don't think it was Anna Nicole there, John. But of his of his then wife Nicole Brown in 1995, O.J. Simpson. <clears throat> this is on 1973. Rushes for a then NFL record 250 yards in Buffalo's 31-13 win at New England. Also in state 1983, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually becomes a U.S. citizen. Also in state 1984, Miami Vice is first broadcasted on NBC TV. On state 1993, the Cheers spinoff Frasier. Premieres on NBC. On his day in 1995, Greg Maddox of the Braves sets a record of 17 consecutive road victories. Also, his day in 1997, Steve Jobs is named interim CEO for Apple Computer Incorporated. <clears throat> also, on that same day, Mark McGuire signs with the Cardinals for $26 million. On a state in the year 2000, Sammy Sosa becomes the second player to hit 50 or more home runs in three years, actually joining Mark McGuire. On a state in 2013, 12 people are killed after a gunman opens fire at a naval yard in Washington, D.C. And, of course, a couple other more birthdays to report. As I mentioned, this one on Outside the Ropes. Happy 28th birthday to Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. And also happy 52nd birthday to... I believe this was Jennifer Lopez's former husband, Mark Anthony. And John, that's all that's all John has for the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here tonight. So John, we thank you of course very much. And of course also also of course that is it for your uh, wrestling history and birthdays here for this evening. <clears throat> here as of course as well. Let's go ahead and give this information one more time. 9.58 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, on, of course, Wednesday, September 16, 2020, episode 887 of WWS Revolution, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID, of course, 138055-POUND. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, of course, alongside with me right now at this time, the human suplex machine, John Gross, as well as, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here on on the talk shoe wall here with me as well. <clears throat> but of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can get. Uh, uh, let's see here if we can get any. Let's see if we can't get any of. And John says he does not have anything on both NXT and uh, does not have any any uh, updates about NXT. 
NXT or AEW here for us. Mm. So I am going to, of course, like I said, we're going to, of course, here. Uh, let's see if we can't get, uh, let's see if we, we can't get, um, of course, some, uh, excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen, my apologies there. Let's see if we can't get some results here. We're working on that right now, so give us just one second here. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, of course, Io Shirai, of course, does defeat Shati Blackheart. Let me see here. Uh, yes. Of course, uh, Desmond Troy took on Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa wins his match by uh, pinfall. Uh, of course, Finn Balor, of course, obviously comes out here. Uh, 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 of course, he posts uh, NXT post on Twitter tonight at 8:40 p.m. It says, uh, "This is a quote from Finn Balor saying, I don't need the brand. I made the brand, and now the brand needs me.' Uh, of course, from, from a, a query because of the line, the challenge hashtag WWE NXT Champion at Finn Balor starts here. So we'll definitely, of course, be uh, we'll definitely, be, of course, to uh, um, we'll definitely, of course, see who, of course, accepts that challenge. Uh, uh, Austin Theory comes out. Of course, obviously, he, um, obviously, of course, he, he calls out anyone for a special challenge match. Kushida comes out and accepts that, and accepts that challenge. Uh, Kushida wins the match, of course, uh, um, by submission. And of course, Kushida holds the submission for it on for a few more minutes, but the referee did finally order him and got him to let the move, of course, here go. Obviously, Kushida did not want to let it go right here. Uh, of course, next matchup, the NXT Tag Team title match here, folks. Brizongo, of course, defending the new champions, defending against Fabian Aigner and Marcel Barthel of Imperium. Uh, very unique, uh, big, big time here. Uh, looks like back and forth here between both teams. Of course, the winners by pinfall and actually still retain, of course, retaining the NXT tag team titles is Brizongo. So they they a very, very successful big time title defense gets by Imperium to hold on to those belts. Uh, of course, a women's tag team match here Jesse Camilla and Zaya Lee team up. 
take on Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Uh, Catanzaro and Caden Carter do win the match. Uh, and Zia Lee, uh, they were going to Catanzaro and Carter offered to shake Zia Lee's hand. Zia Lee refused to shake hands with with both Catanzaro and Carter. She just pretty much just walks off in anger. So. Uh, of course, obviously now there's some sort of some sort of situation here, as as maybe mentioned before, that Killian Dane and Drake, Drake Maverick was was supposed to be was supposed to be teamed up with each other. Apparently, Killian Dane told told Maverick he was not going to team up with him. Maverick says he'll see him out there, and he walks away. Uh, but so apparently, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and of course, Killian Dane does not show up. So apparently, Maverick goes in a two-on-one handicap match against Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish of the Undisputed Era. And of course, obviously, of course, I think we all know. Uh, um, and of course, obviously. Uh, apparently, like I said, after they come back from the commercial, apparently uh, Bobby Fish is attacking the leg of Drake Maverick. And William Regal finds Killian Dane backstage, gets him, tries to get him to get out there, and there's no action to allow that to happen. Killian Dane agrees to go out there to go see. Uh, uh, so apparently, Killian Dane gets in. But uh, and the referee actually officially throws this match out. But Drake Maverick and Killian Dane are, of course, uh, given the win, of course, by disqualification. And but apparently, when Drake Maverick thought that things were kind of settled, Killian Dane responds that by laying him out with a right hand and leaving him in a broken heap. So apparently so apparently that there, so apparently the thing was, did not work out of course the way that we uh, that we thought that was going to happen here. Of course now also ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> uh, of course it was announced of course tonight on NXT that there is going to be an NXT women's championship number one contender battle royal and also, another match was also announced that Tommaso Ciampa would also take on Jake Atlas. Uh, the NXT uh, North American Championship, of course, was up for grabs. Damian Priest was defending against Timothy Thatcher. Uh, and, of course, like I said, uh, we obviously don't have any official updates about that match here as of as of yet, but uh, we hope to, of course, uh, we, of course, possibly, we, of course, of course, possibly have some updates about that here, uh, hopefully here, um,
Yes, John, I, I, I see what I see what's going on there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get you, of course, the official results here. As far as, of course, uh, as, as, as Uh, but, uh, of course, obviously this is taking place tonight at Daly's Place in Jacksonville. Of course, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur, of course, uh, your, your commentating team for tonight. Of course, number one was non-title match, Jurassic Express taking on the new tag team champions, FTR. Uh, let's see here. Um, FTR ends up winning the match. Uh... And number two, of course, obviously, uh, Frankie Kazarian uh, takes on Adam Hangman Page. Uh, Hangman Page actually picks up the win, of course, to do some this match here. Uh, number three, MJ, uh, of course, JD's favorite wrestler, MJF, uh, takes on uh, Sean, Sean Dean. Uh, of course, obviously, just a short thing right here. Of course, the bell rings. MJF immediately pokes Dean in the eye. And to turn it into his salt of the earth finisher, and of course, an, an immediate uh, an immediate tap out MJF. Of course, um, um, of course, obviously gets obviously gets the uh, win. Of course, here in that match. Next match up here, Private Party takes on the team of Chris Jer Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Jericho and Hager pull off the win. Of course, here in that, I'm sure there was through some unfair tactics there in that. Uh, the uh, in the uh, NWA Women's World Title is up for grabs in, the, in tonight's match in a match on Dynamite tonight, as the champion Thunder Rosa takes on Ivelisse. Uh Of course, like I said, a very unique matchup here. Of course, here indeed, Thunder Rosa actually does win and retains the NWA World Women's Title. Uh, we see some other things, of course, taking place here in between. Um, the main event, of course, obviously, they actually did announce a card for next week's Dynamite. The highlight match actually is going to be Brody Lee defending the TNT title against Orange Cassidy. Uh, so, so that's good. That'll be a very interesting matchup here. The main event tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the parking lot parking lot fight. Uh, the best friends taking on the team of Santana and Ortiz. Um, this looks like it was a very big time match. And, appara and apparently the best friends pull off the win. Of course here. Uh, um, uh, and apparently they, 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 of course, uh, um, Apparently, some Sue apparently got, has a new van, and the best friends in Orange Cassidy hop into it, and they give actually Santana and Ortiz the middle finger before, of course, jumping, uh, for jumping away here, of course. So, uh, Sue Shulo, I think is who that is here. Um, so, so, so there, there you have it, there, folks, with the official results, of course, of the matches here for. Both AEW and NXT. Let's double check here because we were still, of course, ladies and gentlemen, 
there was one match that we had not gotten the official res results for yet, and that was the North American title match from NXT. Of course, Damian, uh, Damian Priest taking on Timothy Thatcher. Let's see if we have, of course, uh, let's see if we have any. Uh, okay. Okay, we just got an update here. Uh, and, we, and, we, and we thank, of course, our, we thank, of course, our uh, mystery correspondent, we'll say. Um, apparently, Damian Priest, uh, and I don't know, and of course, I don't know, I don't want to know why he won that bill, but uh, but apparently, our mystery correspondent is trying to be funny. Uh, so, so uh, anyway, we'll send somebody after him in just a few minutes. But apparently, I do have an official, I do have confirmation here that Damian Priest did retain the North American title over Timothy Thatcher. So, so we do, we do, of course, like I said, uh, want to go ahead and bring that, of course, here to you here as well. Um, and apparently, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's wondering here, who, what do I mean by our mystery correspondent? Well, as I mentioned here before, of course, uh, one of the, one of the gentlemen here, of course, uh, who, of course, has been, who, of course, has said he would be back on here tomorrow night on Wolfpack, apparently could not resist and could not resist popping on the show tonight. And I, and we don't know what to make of all that. We don't know what to make of it here. Apparently, he just can't resist being being on. Uh, so we're kind of debating, apparently I'm, I'm, we're debating about whether or not we should let him on. Um, I'm kind of teasing him right now anyway. Um, so we're just going to just act natural and just, we're just going to act like we don't notice that he's here. I won't say who that is, but of course, uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I will go ahead and point out here one more time. Uh, 10 14 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. Episode 887, 13 episodes away from 900 of WWS Revolution here tonight. Uh, 1605 562 Caller ID 138055Pound. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you have myself, Mr. WWS, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. You also have the Human Surface Machine, John Gross, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Of course, here with you here tonight there as well. Uh, <clears throat> but, of course, don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on episode 270 of NW Wolfpack. Of course, as you know, we had to move that episode to tomorrow night due to, of course, some uh, technical issues we had. Of course, last week it was supposed to be 270, but we had to, of course, switch things around because we had problems with last night, last Thursday's edition of Wolfpack. But we got it. We should have it up and ready to go here by tomorrow uh, of course, don't forget, of course, our news and views and history and birthdays. Also, of course, we'll talk about our own personal opinions about, of course, uh, AEW and NXT, plus some other, of course, fun stuff will be coming your way. So be sure to listen in, of course, on NWO Wolfpack 270, of course, 138 pounds tomorrow night, starting at 9 o'clock. Also, don't forget this Friday of Revolution episode 888, 12 episodes away from the big 900. Uh, news and views and history and birthdays, of course, this Friday. Uh, also, of course, we'll talk about was we'll talk about the, of course, the official results here, of course, for SmackDown, 
And also, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully we'll get to hear from both Danny from Oak Park and, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. And we are, of course, once again, hopefully be able to have, of course, the match that we were supposed to have last week. But, of course, due to, of course, MLD not being able to pop on uh, due to, I'm sure, some personal reasons. Uh, but hopefully she'll be on, of course, this Friday to have, of course, as the match, as we talked about here, the FMWS Hardcore title match. Of course, J.D. putting up the championship belt against the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds. So we hope to, of course, like I said, have that going on here this Friday night on Revolution. Also, this Friday, I mean, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND. Of course, don't forget our episode of WWS Power Hour. <clears throat> uh, uh, of course, we'll review everything that's going on in the radio network here this week. Plus, also bring you Saturday's history and birthdays and some wrestling news tidbits course, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. So be sure to listen in on that this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, right here, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. And for this person right here who is still waiting so patiently about whether or not I'm going to possibly let him on, um, I'm sure he knows what I mean whenever I do this. And, of course, it's nothing personal, but it's just out of of spirit of laughter. Uh, He's going to get to hear this. And this man certainly cannot do this. You can't handle the truth. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. That's it. Well, I think we've kind of teased him long enough. We might as well go ahead and let him on. Uh, although, like, it's like I said, we thought he was going to not be back until tomorrow, but apparently he he's just he's just itching to he's just itching here to, to come on here. Um. But, uh, but of course, here let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and bring him on. In this case, if you haven't figured it out by now who it is I am referring to, well, let's go ahead and let's just go ahead and by this description here, you'll be able to know exactly what I'm talking about. He is a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, another part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio. Every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. Of course, he is one of the two men I just announced here as a member of our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Uh, and, of course, the man who is who's actually the one who keeps saying he's, who keeps saying that I have 27 dresses, but he actually has double that at home, and he wears them all around his house every single night, every single day. <laughs> so so he, he can't say anything to me. He can't say anything to me. About that, and I'm pretty sure Justin now is on the floor dying laughing because picturing that would be a sight. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring him in right now. Yes, I am referring to the one and the only, the Iceman himself. Of course, we know him as JD, but of course, his real name here is uh, Jared D. Geralmo. And I thought you were supposed to be on until tomorrow night. What? You just can't stay away, can you? Can I stay away? Oh, no. 
I can't stay away, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, people. Because tonight, however, we saw what happened, however, on Dynamite and of NXT, and I would like to weigh in with my thoughts, if I may. Well, okay, I was going to let you also do that tomorrow, but if you want to do it now... Well, I'll get my thoughts yeah. in now, so you can get my thoughts now, because tomorrow night, however, I'm definitely going to be sitting out, because I'm going to be preparing for my match against a certain person from Palmyra, Virginia, if you will. However, hopefully, okay. we will hear from her on Friday, and hopefully I will be able to make it Friday if I am not going to the high school game. If I am, I will be a little late. If not, I will still be there here on Friday night. You can bet on and I hope she can make it as well. But let's begin ladies, first off. Go ahead. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm sorry. But ladies and gentlemen, of course, apparently... It's it's already starting to beat up in his chest, so we need to go ahead and let him go ahead and get that pressure off of him before he explodes. So let's go ahead and let him go ahead and dish out some major league punishment, of course, on AEW and NXT tonight. And only, as only the way he knows how to do it, here's the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, with, of course, his thoughts on both tonight's editions of AEW and NXT. Let's begin first off with the NXT brand. And talk about what happened tonight. Our first match of the night was Io Shirai versus Shotzi Blackheart. A very good opener, however, if you will, however, mind you, with these two, however, mind you. And of course, Io Shirai won the match. Now, next week, however, we will have a number one contenders battle royal that will be held to see who will be facing Io at TakeOver in a couple weeks. Those people include Shotzi. Casey Canzaro, American Ninja Warrior Self, Indy Hartwell, Aila, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae Gargano, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Raquel Gonzalez, Caden Carter, and Shia Lee. Right now, my money would be on one of two people, either Rhea Ripley or, or, call me crazy, Dakota Kai again. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Then, of course... We also heard that Way Barrett has signed a one-year deal with WWE, apparently, on NXT. So congratulations definitely goes out to him, if you will. Uh, I just had something here. Okay, anyway, up next, we go to Desmond Troy taking on the very dangerous, the very destructive, the very train wreckable and tantalizing uh, Big Wed, uh, the, the guy who wants a shot, however, at Goldie again, and that is Tommaso Ciampa. And Tommaso Ciampa made short work tonight of his opponent in almost two minutes. Then we hear from Finn Balor, however, mind you, however, and we'll have to wait and see what happens eventually, however, down the road. However, apparently next week Ciampa has decided to challenge next week, however, Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. Hmm. Jake, I hate to tell you, my friend, your head will be spinning into basically into the stratosphere and beyond, maybe. Because I think next week you're going to be needing an atlas to find out whether or not you can destroy Tommaso Ciampa for the DIY. And you'll be wondering at the same time, by the same token, however, if by some way, however, you'll be able to send Tommaso Ciampa out of the NXT black and white uh, uh, roster, if you will. Well, guess what, Mr. Atlas? You're going to be needing more than that, however, because next week Champa is going to show no mercy on you with the Willow's Bell. And you'll be hearing bells after it's all said and done, however, and you'll be wondering, what the hell just hit me? Well, guess what? 
His name is Tommaso Ciampa. And guess what, Mr. Atlas? You'll be the one spinning out of... You'll be wondering why your head is spinning after Ciampa knocks you around like a pinball machine next week. Just ask Desmond Troy tonight how it felt when he got squashed in about two minutes. Then Austin Theory comes out, however, to take on Kushida. And Kushida, however, beats Austin Theory in about three and a half minutes with the hoverboard lock. Kushida is back with a purpose, however, and apparently, however, Kushida didn't need any music or fanfare, however, mind you. He took care of Seth Rollins' former lackey, if you will, in short order. Then, of course, we see, however, mind you, however, like I said, however, like I said, we'll see what happens, however, next week involving the Garganos and Tegan Knox. Anyway, from there, we go to we go to Brizongo and Imperium. Brizongo still is your champion, surprisingly one of the better matches of the night, however, as Eichner and Barthel looked like they were going to get back the NXT tag team titles and bring them back to the UK and, set, and bring them across the pond. Go back across the pond with the gold. But alas, they came up short, however, in what was one of the better matches of the evening. Up next, however, Jesse Kamea, I guess she's a newcomer, teamed up with Shia Lee against the KK Express of Casey Canzaro, Miss American Ninja Warrior herself, Ricochet's girlfriend, and Caden Carter. Casey and Caden come up with a big win, however, in less than five minutes as they beat Shia Lee and the newcomer, however, mind you, surprisingly, with a pretty cool finisher, even though it was short. However, after the matchup, however, mind you, Casey and Kane wanted to fist bump their adversaries for a job well done. But apparently, Shia was not very happy, and neither was Jesse. Hmm, interesting. Next, however, mind you, Drake Maverick, of course, is happy to find a new partner in Killing Dane, his partner for tonight, taking on the Undisputed Era, if you will, however. As a result, however, Bobby Fish, however, and uh, let's just say, however, Roddy Strong, however, are their opponents tonight. And surprisingly, Drake and Killian Dane win by disqualification. As a result, however, mind you, Drake then gets up in uh, Dane's face and tells him how, that they're a team, however, and that they're actually good friends. But Killian Dane doesn't seem to be too impressed. And as a result, however, mind you, we saw what happened, however, mind you, however. And as a result, he knocks Drake out. But before we go to the main event, we see William Regal speak and say there are five deserving contenders for an NXT title shot. He announces now a gauntlet eliminator. And what it is, two men start every four minutes. Someone new enters. Elimination can only happen by pinfall submission, and the winner will get the shot, I believe, against Finn Balor. No word who is in it, but I can tell you right now, my guess is I can tell you that at least two of them are already being decided. One of them, possibly Champa. And the other, possibly, maybe, I'm saying maybe at this point, maybe Adam Colgan. But if not, I can see uh, some other big, some big, we can possibly see, be seeing some big surprises coming out of this. Speaking of surprises, let's go to the main event now. Damian Priest versus Timothy Thatcher for the North American title. A very good main event that saw Damian Priest win, however, mind you, against the Sacramento uh, Slugger, if you will. No pun intended, however, Timothy Thatcher. Overall, NXT was not bad this week with three good matches. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week, however, mind you, as far as NXT goes, however. But overall, however, I thought it was a pretty good show. Meanwhile, let's now shift focus to the from Orlando, if you will, to Daly's Place, if you will, and to Jacksonville. Now, before we get to Jacksonville, we understand that next week, however, mind you, however, that apparently... 
that AEW is going to have a late night version of Dynamite next Wednesday. And you're asking, how is this possible? Well, we'll tell you who's going to be in action next week. First off, Scorpio Sky will take on Ben Carter. Anna Jay will take on Brandy Rhodes, which should be a very interesting match since Brandy is looking for retribution on Anna after Anna Jay choked her out. And just announced how it will be Matt Seidel, ladies and gentlemen, the artist formerly known as Evan Bourne, ladies and gentlemen, taking on, believe it or not, how of all people, Sean Perfect Ten Spears. So that should be very, very interesting. Now let's talk about Dynamite. And Dynamite was definitely dynamic tonight. The first match of the night was FTR versus Jurassic Express in 12 minutes. Good, solid opener. They could have gone another three or five minutes. This would have been a five-star classic. But this was still an excellent match. And you've got to give credit to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. They definitely got te- they definitely brought their A-game to jump a Cash and Dax tonight. And they were definitely tested tonight, however, even though it was non-title, however. So FTR barely got by the skin of their teeth, however, beating the Jungle Express with a questionable ending, especially when uh, basically he went in for a sunset bomb, however, referring to, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, uh, Lucha, uh, like I said, Luchasaurus was going to win. But somehow Tully and, of course, Cash, however, struck when the opportunity was presented to them. And as a result, however, Cash locked his hands with Dax and as a result got the one, two, three. Questionable cheap pinfall victory, but nevertheless, really, really good opener with all four of these guys. However, and at least Marco didn't get involved this time, so that's a good thing. Next, Kazarian versus Hangman Page. Not a bad match again. The 13 minutes they gave it. Uh, overall, however, I think Hangman Page, however, uh, like I said, did pretty well here tonight. Minus Omega, who was up on commentary with Luch or with. Uh, what the hell is his name? J.R., Tony, and Excalibur, who was your announced team tonight. And, of course, he sat in uh, uh, giving his thoughts about his former tag team partner. Overall, however, mind you, very good match, however. Again, I thought they could have given him another two or three minutes, however, if you ask me, maybe five minutes, however. But overall, two good matches to start off this week's show. Then we come to Michelle's favorite. And if Michelle was here, I'd say the same thing that I always say about her man. Yes, folks, it's time for everyone's favorite annoying little pissant, if you will, Moron Jackass Fag. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Moron Jackass Fool, MJF, who continues to whine and bitch and piss and moan about his loss to John Moxley, however, and tells Justin Roberts to call him now the undefeated, undisputed, uh, I think he said something along the lines. Yeah, he said, yeah, he, he said, however, basically, however, uncrowned AEW champion of the world. He also said, however, he's been a lone wolf, and it's about time maybe he joins a wolf pack. Gee, why don't let me take a cheap shot at WWE and while we're at a WCW there, you stupid douchebag? Why don't you continue to act like a total ass clown that you're being, however, and whining and bitching and pissing and moaning about your uh, match that you lost at freaking All Out Hour. But no, you said you didn't lose it all out because you're still the undefeated, undisputed crown champion of AEW. Well, if memory serves me, Howard, didn't your boyfriend Warlow cost you the match when he tossed in your ring and basically he found a way to uh, fumble the ring, Howard, and you have no one to blame but him, Howard? You're not blaming him, are you, Max? 
No, you're not blaming him all because basically he's your little bitch boy, however, basically, and he's finding a way to kiss your ass and suck up your ass every chance he gets, however, by being your little slacky little stooge, if you will, however, by finding a way to uh, help you any any time. But no, you're not upset about him costing you that match at freaking all out, are you, Max? No, you're just a whiny, jealous little bitch, however, who continues to bitch and complain that you got screwed over it all out. Cry me a fucking river already. Seriously. The river of tears are starting to flow out of my eyes already because you're acting like a total douchebag week in and week out. And no matter what, you will always be a douche because you're a whiny little pissant is what you are. Then we go to Eddie Kingston with his buddies, the Butcher and the Blade, however, my and apparently they decided to attack some people from the uh, AEW Tuesday Night Dark Show. We're not sure who they were, however, but... Uh, I'm sure they were some of the guys that you see on Tuesday night, however. Surprisingly, they didn't even go after the gun squad of Billy Gunn and his son Austin. Apparently, I guess they didn't want a piece of the gun squad tonight, however, if you ask me. Up next, however, we go to our... And before we do that, however, real quick, all I can say is, however, MJF did have a short match with Tuesday night AEW Dark Mainstay making his debut on Dynamite tonight, Sean Dean. What did he do to Shondine? Oh, that's right. He defeated him, however, in less than 15 seconds because he was a whiny, jealous little bitch, however, and needed some competition to get over his hurt butt hurt loss against John Moxley. Boo-hoo-hoo! Boo-hoo-hoo! Give me a break. Then we go to Private Party versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. A uh, good match. Uh, unfortunately, once again, Jericho's little bitch boys, however, mind you, however, uh, weren't there to help him out tonight, however, because they were getting ready for their match later in the evening. But I will say the private party did hold their own against uh, Jericho and, of course, the Donald Trump lover himself, Jackass, Jackoff, Jack Swagger, Jericho's little bitch boy bodyguard, if you will, however. Surprisingly, early in the night, however, mind you, however... Mind you, we saw Jericho uh, apparently laugh along with his boyfriend after apparently Matt Hardy was attacked earlier in the night by apparently Jericho and Hager, however, when apparently Jericho's other little lackey stooge, our slimebag shithead sneaky Sammy Guevara wasn't there tonight. I guess Sammy was still selling the effects on the injuries that happened to him at All Out. Then we go to Ivalice versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, this was under 10 minutes. Not a bad match, however. Overall. I thought uh, Diamante, however, and Ivelisse, uh gave Thunder Rosa quite a challenge, and Thunder Rosa held her own. What I was really surprised at after the match, however, apparently of all people, however, mind you, Hakura Shida came in and started cleaning the house on both Ivelisse and Diamante. So now apparently next week we're going to see these two team up to take on Ivelisse and Diamante on Dynamite. Hmm, interesting. Speaking of interesting, let's talk about the segment involving Jake the Snake, Roberts, and Lance Archer, if you will. And then Taz comes out with his boys, however, after basically attacking John Moxley, however, mind you. Yes, folks, I'm talking about none other than Ricky Starks, if you will, and Brian Cage. But next week, however, we got a big six-person crazy tag match, however, involving six of the wildest people you ever want to see. On one side, you got Jake the Snake Roberts, however, in the human suplex machine. No, not you, John. The other human suplex machine, if you will. Taz, however, leading Starks, Cage, and Archer. The murder hawk maniac monster. The psychopathic destructor. The bully of AEW. Should I say the brute of AEW, Brian Cage. And Ricky Starks taking on John Moxley, 
Darby Allen, the skateboarding man himself, however, and their new friend, Will Hobbs. If you have not seen Will Hobbs before or have not known the name, you will know after next week. If you need more explaining him out, all I can say is go back and watch the Casino Royal Battle Match, however, and watch what he did in that match. Because I'll tell you one thing, if it wasn't for Archer winning, however, that match, he was actually next to Darby Howard, one of my two underappreciated guys that did not get enough credit whatsoever. I mean, he really held his own in that match. And I'll tell you right now, if it wasn't for Archer winning this matchup, I'll tell you one thing, it would have been Will Hobbs that would have been right behind him. Because Will Hobbs actually being a uh, first-time watcher and everything of him that I saw, how I was solely impressed with what I saw. And like I said, how I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens next week when Jake and Taz lead their men to the ring against the AEW World Champion and his friends of Mr. Hobbs and Mr. Darby Allen. Then we go to the main event, however, mind you. Santana Ortiz versus the best friends. And all I can say is, holy shit. That was absolutely a killer-ass street fight in every sense of the word. I loved it. And what's more, I loved, however, Santana Ortiz, however, had a little fun at the end, however, when Sue decided to do uh, the ultimate thing, however, and say, who is number one, however. Well, guess what, Santana Ortiz? You're not number one now, are you? No, you're just basically cleaning up all the blood that was left all splattered throughout the ring, however, when you got your ass handed to you tonight by the best friends of OC and his friends Chucky e. T and Trent. So, as they always say, karma can be a bitch. Well, guess what? Karma definitely can be a bitch. And you found out that way tonight. So, yeah, overall, however, I gotta say AEW, except for the MJF thing, however... Mind you, it was a pretty damn good show. A near-perfect show, if you ask me. I thought it was one of the better shows they've had uh, in, quite some th- in quite a while. I liked the opening two matches. I loved the street fight at the end. I thought that was absolutely amazing. So i got to say big props to that. But we'll see what happens, obviously, coming up next week. So, on that note, as I am going to say goodnight and sign off for now, all I can say is, however, if anyone wants to challenge me of my thoughts, however, feel free to get a hold of me you know where to reach me either by either messaging me or texting me or calling me on my cell if you guys have the number and if not i will see you guys finally and again mld just remember i'm coming to you and i will beat you at your own game if i have to okay uh jd thank you very much there uh thank you very much there, sir and uh so that means that now will you be on tomorrow night as of now, however, no, but you never know. Anything can happen. We'll see. Okay. All right, JD, we thank you very much, for your thoughts there. We'll have to talk to you, of course, not tomorrow. On Revolution, of course, and we hope to have, of course, the FMWS hardcore title match between yourself and MLD. Of course, we'll keep everyone up to date on that. Hopefully, that will be popping up here very, very soon. Thank you very much, sir, and we'll be back in touch here with you within the next uh, day or two. We thank you very much. Uh, Thank you. Uh-huh. Very, uh, thank you again. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jared DiGuamo, of course, joined us unexpectedly tonight. But, of course, uh, he may be back on tomorrow night on Wolfpack, uh, but he'll, we're not sure. But, of course, obviously, he'll be definitely be back on Friday night, of course, on Revolution. Uh, of course, as you know, as we have talked about here, uh, we were supposed to hopefully have this match last Friday, but due to, of course, a scheduling conflict on MLD's part, we were not able to have, of course, that match. 
So we'll hopefully have it here this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, on 888 or Revolution. As, of course, J.D. is set to defend the FMWUS Hardcore Championship against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, stemming from the situation, of course, that came out before AEW's All Out show. So uh, so hopefully we'll have, of course, some word about that here coming up here uh, between now and, of course, on Friday. Now, as I mentioned earlier here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know if I had a chance to, of course, mention this as well, that we did, of course, from the match last week between Adam Cole and Finn Balor for the NXT title on NXT, we did have, of course, um, we did, we did, of course, like I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, have uh, the 11 people that voted for Finn Balor to win that to to win that match, of course, in a poll on the pay-per-view prediction center page to determine who was going to become the new NXT US full sale champion. Uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will go ahead. I will go ahead and let you know. I don't know if we just in case if we had not. Um, I don't know if we had an opportunity to, of course, uh, to. Um, to to uh, to mention this or not, but I will go ahead and bring this to everyone's attention here. That from the official results here, um, um, I I think it might been all stemmed from what happened, of course, last week with the fact that we were going to announce this, of course, on Wolfpack, and I think what happened was was that when the show messed up, obviously we did not have a chance to do so. So I will go ahead, just in case if I did not mention this at all, I will go ahead and point this out. Now, as we said, we had several people, of course, vote for Finn Balor to win the NXT title last week. And, of course, we had like a lot, like I said, we had a lot of folks uh, jumping up here, of course, to, uh, to, to, to be a part of this. The final results of that poll was, of course, as of right now, the following. Uh, the big, big diesel, Gregory Kramer, Jody Valentine, the rattlesnake and Neil Patel and the Empress Emery Rickenbach did not score any votes at all in this. Uh, however, the Iceman, Jerry DiGeralmo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, Mr. Chabato, Anthony Chobot, Kevin O'Sullivan, Antonio Gutierrez all scored one vote each and also Justin Carter. Uh, posted with uh, posted two votes, but the big winner here, of course, with this gentleman posting four votes here, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the the winner of this, and the now the undisputed NXT US Full Sail Champion is the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. We of course, uh, we yes, Justin, I know what I just did, so you don't have to keep it. <laughs> But of course, ladies and gentlemen, Mid of course is still, of course, on hi- on hiatus, and he'll be back. Of course, it's been discussed that he'll be back sometime around in the next month. So, but we will hold on to the championship belt here for him. But, ladies and gentlemen, the King Clubs Mipital is your brand new, undisputed NXT US Full Sail Champion. So we will, we will, uh, we do send our congrats here to him, and we will, of course, inform him on Facebook, of course, about this. And we'll hold on to this until he returns, of course, sometime here next month. The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, has now also left us here for the evening there as well. So we do thank John for coming on here tonight. 
but uh, we do we do we do thank him of course for coming in and and of course giving his take here um, uh, giving his take here of course on everything going on here in the world of wrestling we also thank him for his history and birthdays of course uh, uh, um, <clears throat> his uh, history and birthday of course report here as well earlier here in the evening uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you this one more time here. Of course, it is now 10.44 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on, of course, uh, Wednesday, September 15th, uh, 16th, 2020, episode 887 of WWS Revolution, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-pound. Uh, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, are now alongside the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh as of course, right now we we are not hearing anyone else popping in on the line here. However, while we of course can stick around for just a few more moments here, unless anything comes up in the next few moments, we may go ahead and end end it early here tonight. But let's go ahead and at least give you this right here before, of course, we do so in the next few minutes. Let us now go to our automated WCWS weather center. Courtesy, of course, I'm talking about the infamous Amazon Echo Dot to, of course, give the official seven-day weather forecast for my neck of the woods here in Trinity, North Carolina, and also for Justin's neck of the woods in Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, of course, I will do that with, of course, asking the very to asking the all the most important question, Alexa. Seven-day weather forecast for Trinity, North Carolina. Weather alert for Trinity. There's a flash flood watch in effect Thursday, September 17th, 8 a.m. to Friday, September 18th, 8 p.m. The forecast for the next seven days. Expect showers on Thursday and Friday, with clouds on Saturday. Sunday through Wednesday should be sunny. Daytime highs will range between 62 and 74 degrees Fahrenheit, peaking on Wednesday. And while Justin stepped away, I will go ahead. I will go ahead and uh, I was going to wait until apparently he had he stepped out for just one second. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> okay he he's coming back on here now. Let's go ahead and get get his as well. Alexa, seven day weather forecast for Indianapolis, Indiana. In Indianapolis, Indiana, for the next seven days, expect showers on Thursday with sunny skies Friday through Tuesday. On Wednesday, it should be cloudy. Daytime highs will range between 67 and 80 degrees Fahrenheit, peaking on Wednesday. Justin, do you agree with that weather forecast? And he has he has said that he does. We thank you. We thank we. Thank, of course, the Amazon Echo Dot for that here tonight. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have an Amazon Echo Dot, be sure to grab one here today. Of course, it is a very, it is a very, it is a very unique time saver here. Uh, indeed, uh, it uh, it gives you gives you a lot of information here. Of course, that uh, that you definitely, of course, need to know here. Uh, where the guards, if you're looking for the latest news, latest weather, or if you even ordered something on Amazon.com, of course, obviously. Um, it will definitely tell you, of course, where that when that order is supposed to be coming in. So be sure to get one of those here today. Of course, some WSWS said it is Echo Delicious. 
<laughs> yes, I said we will say. Ladies and gentlemen, with about 13 minutes left before the end of Revolution here tonight, uh, we pretty much run down everything here, of course, here indeed. Uh, and, of course, obviously we did get to hear from J.D. and John. They've already left us here for the night as well. John, I'm sure, no doubt, is getting prepped for his little, uh, his little, of course, show on his on his page, John Gross's Sports and Core Wrestling Incorporated, coming up here in just a few minutes. So be sure, of course, to check that, of course, on Facebook if you want to if you want to be a part of that. Of course, talking about what happened with AEW and NXT, among a lot of other things here as well. Uh, we're going to go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and go ahead and cut out here for the evening. But uh, on that note here, I want to thank everybody here for listening in and joining us for episode 887 of WCWS Revolution. I, of course, definitely want to thank, of course, uh, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Also, of course, I want to give special thanks to the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, for popping on here tonight here as well. <clears throat> as we said, of course, tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack episode 270, we, of course, have your wrestling news and views, also your history and birthdays. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely, uh, we will definitely, of course, have your or give you our personal thoughts and opinions about tonight's NXT and AEW broadcast, plus some other some fun wrestling extras here that we'll definitely, of course, bring here to you. Uh, so be sure to listen in on that, of course, tomorrow night, one three eight five two one pound. Tomorrow night, starting about, of course, at nine o'clock. Right here, of course, on uh, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> Revolution 887 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves, of course, here and each other here. Of course, be sure to check out all of our groups here on Facebook as well with all of our shows, past episodes of all of our shows right here, of course, here on on uh, Talk Show as well with a lot of great content. Of course, we're adding stuff on to each of our groups, of course, each and every day. That way you'll be able to go back in case, like I said, if you're bored of what, what's going on here, of course, in the world, be sure to jump in on, on, jump in on a lot of our, jump in on, on a lot of these groups, check out what we've got on hand here. And you'll find a lot of cool stuff here from the past and the present as well. Uh, everything from wrestling matches to classic game shows to classic TV moments. Um, some some real cool stuff. So be sure to check out what we have listed here on all of our groups here, of course, here in WCWS. Remember, Mr. WCWS's rules to live by, of course, in the situation, and of course, in this thing ongoing here with the pandemic. Of course, keep your hands clean of course keep yourself clean and of course ladies and gentlemen by all means say a very very super prayer here of course indeed so take care and god bless here folks and remember since 2015 your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course one and the only wcws radio network and now ladies and gentlemen of course i will play of course what we what we play in our opening theme here tonight which, of course, if you did not recognize that piece of music we played at the beginning of the show, I will go ahead and point this out that during the the original NWA broadcast of the Clash of the Champions, we that was of course the opening theme that they used for for of course their for of course the the the, 
the original Clash of the Champions uh, broadcast that they used to come on used to come on about every so often there indeed. So we're going to finish that off here tonight here, folks. So take care and God bless here, folks. <clears throat> and like I said, remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, excuse me, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, signing off here, saying, look after each other, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll talk about you tomorrow night, of course, on NWO Wolfpack. Take care and God bless. WS Radio Network. Have a good evening, folks. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.